Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 83, where we discuss the latest and greatest in gaming and tech news every week. But right now, uh, we're going to start with coronavirus. Everybody's favorite topic. Well, you know, I got, I texted you, kind of, I spoiled you at least. I got thinking about this. I was like, are we going to talk about it again? But then I was like, you know, like we have to because that's what everybody is, is on their mind. Yeah. And there's really this, no at avoiding the same it at this time, point. We're also kind of like in a weird way as like we're kind of like documenting history. Like we really are. Like yeah. we're not gonna live through anything like this ever again. Someday somebody might, even if one person listens back to this, like 20 years from now, for some reason, like I don't know. Just like the thought of it was like. Wow, like that could actually happen. Yeah. You know, like somebody could be researching coronavirus someday. Like our kids <laughs> could be, you know, and they'd be like, yeah. oh, dad did a podcast. Well, yeah, about you know, it. I was thinking about how, how, like kids that aren't born yet, like how lucky they are yeah, yeah. To, to not have to deal with this well, right this now. Well, this is going to be one of those things, like along with September 11th, that yeah. we talk about with our, yeah, with you're, our, you're, our generation's kids. This one's going to be. This one's gonna be interesting because at least with September 11th, it was one day. You know, the fall. Yeah, yeah. The fall it was on, years, but, but but the actual event was one day. Whereas this is gonna be. This is we we are actively long. changing the way everybody's actively changing the way they live. Yeah, and that's what September 11th was. We were witness to something. Yeah, but it didn't really affect unless you lived in New York City or you were in the military. It didn't really affect your daily your daily life. This is like whole nother level like yeah so for those of you who don't know uh we live in new york which is the state hit hardest by coronavirus there's as of now there's about thirty thousand confirmed cases fifteen thousand of which are in our state our county had its first coronavirus related death just yesterday um so I, I was going to talk a little about, bit about some of the experiences that I've had, but what what what's your last week been like? And like, have you what were what have your thoughts been coming out of this? And or not coming out of it, but you know, Going just the it, last really. week. What yeah. have, what do you what have you been thinking about? Yeah, we're or still observed? More, we're still more going into it. Um, you know, one of the one of the thoughts I've had is I wonder because companies and businesses and and people in general are are changing the way they live their daily lives. Yeah. And pro tip for anybody trying to make a change in their life. If you can do it for about two weeks, it it just becomes sort of like your standard. Yeah. Like you you sort of, it becomes easy. Yeah. So if you're trying to do something, just do it for about two weeks. Yeah. And you'll just start like doing it automatically. And so starting a workout. So I've been thinking, like, because all these companies and all these businesses are adding new services, yeah, and, and and we're we're you know fundamentally changing the way we live, yeah. So I'm really curious once once everything goes back to okay, yeah, what will we be doing? What sticks? We, will we go back? Like yeah, like all these companies that are now doing takeout and mm-hmm. and like um, one of one of the local restaurants that I like to go to. They're now offering takeout where they never did before. Yeah. And now they're even thinking about doing delivery yeah. where they never did before. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, if, if they do that, like, well, why would they stop once, yeah, yeah. once things go back to normal? Yeah. Like, they'll probably just keep that portion of the business going. And so, you know, just things like that, have yeah. been, you know, I've been thinking about, like, I wonder what everything will look like. Yeah. 
when it's back to normal. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of things. I think some of these things, yeah, there's no going back. Like, yeah. Um, you know, one of my pharmacists said, like, you know, it never really occurred to me how many prescription vials I touch in a day and sent home with people. And, like, he's like, so if I, if I have anything, any germ whatsoever, I'm sending it home with 500 patients a day. And he's like, why don't pharmacists, why don't we all wear rubber gloves every day? Like, why aren't we? Like, why? Yeah. All these years and we never thought that maybe we should all be wearing rubber gloves. You know, gloves. it's funny. When I started at the pharmacy, my first thought was, wait, we don't wear gloves here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was so weird. Yeah. Uh, they wear them at fast food places. Yeah. But exactly. we don't in pharmacies. Like, isn't that kind of odd? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I thought that was so weird when I started working there. I was like, uh, And I no think gloves? there's going to be a lot of companies that, like you said, they're trying to find new ways of doing business that once they've converted for, you know, you're saying like, you know, two weeks, but some of them are going to have to be this way for months. Months, yeah. So is it going to be worth the effort to even go back? Yeah. Once, so like I was reading about remote video game development, like some studios might just stay that way. Well, you know, things like that. I think people that have experienced before and after. Yeah. I mean, unless, it, unless it's easier. Yeah. They're going to go back. Yeah. I'm just using that as an example. But, um, you know, I think of like services and stuff. Uh, like, you know, Best Buy right now, you can't go into the store anymore. Yeah. But you can still buy stuff and they'll they'll just take it out. Yeah. You know? And you, you yeah. can do curbside. Like, you can, yeah. You can do like all your transactions curbside. So I'm really curious, like, how will that, yeah. you know, play out? And, and these services, as we, you know, go on month after month, they're going to find ways to improve these things. Yeah, yeah, for in, sure. in ways we never even thought about yeah. before. So I'm just, you know, I'm really curious to I, see where this it's goes. It's going to spur sudden innovation. And uh, one of the things, you know, a lot of people, and rightfully so, a lot of people are out of work. So a lot of people are you know, concerned about how they're going to pay their bills or how they're going to, you know, even open their business two or three months from now. Because a lot of businesses are operating on like a, like a yeah. monthly budget. And that yeah. if they don't get revenue... Which I understand all that, and that's a whole different topic, but I, I've been thinking a lot, too, about, you know, even for the people who are quarantined, like, try to find the opportunity in it. Like, okay, so you're home, you're out, you're away from your job. Try to take this time to do something that you always wanted to do, but never could do. So, like, you know, this is a very easy example, but I always wanted to start a YouTube channel. I'm not using myself, but I'm saying that's one of those things. Yeah. Now you've got the time. I exactly. always wanted to learn a second language. Uh, I always wanted to go back to school. Well, you can't do that at the moment. Yeah. Online <laughs> classes, you can. Yeah. Uh, but like, you get what I'm saying. Like, I always wanted to do whatever, you know. But I couldn't because I was so busy with work. You could learn a new skill as long as it's within your home, like something you can learn yeah. online. So there are opportunities out there it, you, it's just we have to like change the way we think about it like oh yeah it's just it's it's foreign but at the same time i think people who are concerned and we have very real reason to be concerned you know look for that like that's the really best lining. advice not that but that's like the opportunity like you know the market's all down crypto's down if you've always wanted to start investing, yeah, and you've got a small amount that you can put in, now chaos is a chaos is a ladder. Um, so there is, 
you know, there's so much to be worried about and to be preparing for, but there is, uh, you know, opportunities out there that this yeah. presents people with. Unfortunate, it's an unfortunate reality, but we have to like look it in the face and then find whatever you can reach for and grab. I just saw, maybe you've seen this. As many of you know, most states are under some level of restrictions and many businesses have been closed. GameStop has been holding out nationwide, saying, declaring over and over again that they're an essential service, that they can't, they can't close because oh they're essential. God. Did you see anything about this? No. So GameStop, as we know, who's been on the verge of going out of business for yeah, years. And that's probably why they're desperate to stay. Well, there's no way. Yeah, they can't come back if they're closed no. for three months. They're gone. They're toast. Um, so basically, they've been holding out, holding out, holding out, refusing to close. Like, police have been called on them. The governor of Pennsylvania pulled their business license. Good. Altogether. You're done. Good. Shut down. Like, now, literally. Yeah, now they're you're really done. done. You're done. Yeah, you are done. And I think that's what... I think people. I mean, are, I feel bad for the workers. Let me. Yeah, first right. And foremost for that. Um, yeah. Oh God. But I think this is one of those things where I really think people are just beginning to understand how serious it is. Like now is not the time to be like messing around, yeah. like or like daring the government, like, yeah. like oh, you know, you won't come after us or this, you know, just. I heard that workers were concerned because GameStop hadn't even really implemented like real like sanitation policies in light of this they're just yeah. like oh we're gonna stay open and well i i had i got an email saying that they were suspending their their uh game traded yeah so i was already wondering like well how, how are you gonna stay in business because that's yeah that's gotta be where like, they made all their money yeah exactly they had to be like well, at least 50 percent of the business yeah um so they were already if they weren't gonna take in trade-ins they're already in you know yeah. waters but really yeah. who's going to the stores to buy a video game right now well and and i think that and that's why you know like for example governors are being so serious about this is like we don't care if you want to go buy a video game right now you can't do it like yeah and especially that topic because everything's available digitally so yeah. it really or, makes or no even sense for home delivery and like there's so many things that people don't understand about this that you can carry it for like two weeks and spread it that whole time without yeah. ever knowing that you have it. And I people I still see so many people who just aren't grasping the sincerity of this and why it's why it's so infectious, why it's so serious, and you know why it's different from the flu. Yeah. And there there there's a lot of valid questions, but people really have to start like honing in on. Okay, this is serious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really remarkable, isn't it? Because um, then there's other people taking it too far, though. We see all these movies where civilization collapses yeah. because of an infect or you know an outbreak. Virus. And now here we are. We're actually living in a world where we're know, at that moment. Civilization is partly. I don't want to use the word Paused. collapsed, but it's paused. It's, yeah, it's sort of stopped. Yeah. Stopped working, I guess, yeah. is, is the way I'll put it. Um, so it's not, you know, the thought of that actually happening. Yeah. It's sort of, it's it's more tangible than yeah. it's ever been to me. Yeah. And, and I've been thinking, like, man, like, what if what if this thing mutated? And, yeah. And it got worse. It, and it, it, you know, like, and, what, what would we do? And what I, 
it's so there's so many the reactions to this have been on such a wide spectrum you know like i've i've seen i've seen all the commentary about you know this was a weaponized attack by oh. russia or north korea or china or whoever you know yeah and then i've seen the you know this was a, a political plot to destroy you know the trump administration i've seen people you know in my store losing their minds like like it is like dangerous for us there i'm not even kidding like the people are like they're like terrorized like they've got something in their eyes like yeah some people are so scared and i'm saying like it needs to be taken seriously but you also need to temper that with like 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 if you're like i was literally i was walking around with a handful of toilet paper that we got today yeah and like people were just like it's like that eyeing you i felt like that like piece of meat that had been thrown into the shark tank like lions and uh we had this was the scariest experience that i've had so far maybe not scariest but just like the most surreal somebody came through our drive-thru and they were wearing a full gas mask with a respirator. Are you kidding me? But that's not even the worst part. Their whole body, whole body, hands and everything were wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh my Their God. whole body. And that's hilarious. This woman, like, I've had, seen I've seen pictures like had that. She, right. It looks like a meme. Yeah. Like this is a joke. You know, her eyes, the terror in her eyes. Like, like she did not. We were trying to help this woman. She's in our drive-through. She did not want to roll down her window. Oh, my it's God. It's like, we cannot help you. We can't get anything in your vehicle if you did not roll your window down. Like, just, and this woman was just terrified, like sheer terror. And it's just, it's been such a weird thing to live through. Yeah, yeah, it really has. You know, I've been thinking about, like, school kids and what what are they going to do for school kids? I know. You know, I mean, it's... Let's face it. The school, quality of their education is in the toilet right School now. is not coming back. It's not no, coming back this no. year. It's over. No, definitely not. And so what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Because half the year, like, what? Gone. I mean, I was telling you, you know, like, so our village taxes are due in June. We have all these people out of work. What are we going to do? You know, like, it, it, I'm not yeah. going to go too much in depth into it. And that's just one, one small piece of the pie. But it's there's so many questions to come from this. Yeah. And I mean, you really like. I mean, going back to the school kids, you only have two options: either fail them all or pass them all. Or yeah, I mean, what, what do you do? And, and but then long term, so okay, let's say they're in eighth grade. Well, now they're basically half a year behind. So that you pass yeah. them all. Yeah. But now they're not prepared for the material that they're supposed to take next year. Yeah. So what do you do? I mean, I guess you could. And all those tests that they have. You know, my my sister has kids in school. So we were talking about this yesterday. And so we were were trying to think up of ways that they might remedy the situation. And I was trying to explain to her, like, okay. She's like, well, you know, the kids kids can go forward a year. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they can just take the classes from the other half of the year mm-hmm. that they miss. And I said, well, yeah, but now you're And they're going to graduate high school missing a Well, whole I mean, yeah, I mean, the seniors, what are you going to do, do with seniors? How do you catch them up? Yeah, I mean, how, with seniors, and seniors yeah. with seniors, how do you determine who graduated with honors and, you know, all yeah. that stuff? I mean, I guess it's a small thing, but still. I mean, it's not when you consider some of the stuff that they're supposed to take 
I mean, a lot of high school class, classes are pretty frivolous these days, but yeah. it prepares them for college or for the workforce. Yeah. And if they don't get, how are they going to go into college to take Spanish one in college if they did missed four months of <laughs> their last Spanish yeah. class? I mean, I guess that's a bad example because, like, what are you going to do? Mandate that they take it online, like, over the summer? Like, they're just, know. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. What's the I, answer? I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, the seniors is probably the trickiest question because there is no next year. Yeah, like, they can't unless catch you up. Fail them, and they can't do that. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? Set them back a whole year in their and, life. And, I mean, and for everybody else, if if you essentially say, okay, well, we're gonna add extra classes for you, then how are the? I mean, the teachers are gonna have to take on like, yeah, you know, like almost like an extra half of year, yeah. of like a whole nother school's yeah work essentially, and. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to Are you going to pay them more? Yeah, I mean with public funds that they, they may or may not that... people may or may not be able to pay? Yeah. Like it, it the the amount of questions that are coming from this is unreal. Yeah. And and you we're know, going to have a heck of a time sorting it, it, it out. It is kind of amazing to me that We've taken for granted a lot of how everything Exactly. How, that's exactly how what I was going to say. We have That things just work. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. you know like Things are just like the wheels just gonna keep spinning. It's work itself out. Work and, itself out. And then out. the wheels stop now, and like everyone's yeah. like, "Oh my god, I never even considered that this could yeah. happen." And it, it is kind of surprising that we never really game planned for all this stuff. And it's I, I I I mean I think I told you last episode, or maybe I texted this to you that you know we're a pharmacy and we released an 18-page pandemic plan, and I read through this 18-page plan. So being part of the healthcare industry, you'd think we'd have, I think you'd think we have a pretty good plan. The plan is, well, you wash your hands for 20 seconds and you wear a mask. Yep. That's what it boiled down to. There was no other yeah. plan. Yeah. And that's not like, I'm not saying that that's my company's fault. I'm saying that's, that's probably, I'm sure, what every company's yeah. plan was. So it's like, this was the best we had, you know, <laughs> like no other, like, what can you do? Well, except for Wegmans. Um, I, don't, I don't want to throw any company under the bus, but... I mean, you know, they're cleaning they're cleaning the entire counter after every transaction. Yeah. yeah. But that's having the effect of creating huge lines. Yeah. Of people. Social distancing. That are standing right next to each other, <laughs> inches from each other. Yeah. Coughing, sneezing, and all this. Yeah. And I just think to myself, like, well, it's it's a nice idea to save the counter, but you know, like, you got to get these people out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point, right? Is yeah. To get people, I mean, you're defeating, not keep them together. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice idea, but it, you, you got to look at what's actually happening. You're creating yeah. a huge crowd of people yeah. that are standing together. And, you know, that's no bueno. No. Just, just, just scan them and let's go. Get them out of here. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just so much to dig into here. It, it, it really has been a strange time to live in. And like I said, if there's like one or two things that, you know, I would plead with people or point out to people it's a you know take it seriously like you know when the governor wherever you are whoever issues an order it's for you and everybody else's protection so freaking follow it and then b you know look for the opportunities in it try to look for some type of you know if you're stuck at home utilize the time that you have to you know, maybe you're going to fall behind in some ways but try to take a step forward in another way. It's the best you can do. I don't want to cause a panic, but I read something today that I, I had, I, I don't know, I guess I never really considered before, but it said that, you know, it might come back next year. 
You never. That's what I mean. We do like, so holy much. Holy crap! Could, like I didn't even think about that. And I was just like, oh god. So like, what if what if this is like a yearly thing? No, what would we I do? I keep hearing, you know, people say like like compare it to the flu. And there's two different schools of thought here. There's some people who say, see, the flu is really serious, and you should have been scared yeah. about the flu, but you weren't. Yeah. And then there's people who say, well. You know, the flu is more deadly. Why should I be scared of this? Blah, 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 blah. Well, the flu is actually more deadly. But that's their perception. It kills more people. Right. But that's because... Well, it kills more people because... It infects more people. It's around. Yeah, exactly. This is still... We don't and know we how don't many... we don't do anything to stop it. We don't know how many this is going to kill. But I I think what I, I keep pointing out to people is like, yes, the flu is serious. Yes, the flu kills people. But the thing about the flu is we as a society do have methods of fighting it. We vaccinate against yeah. it. We have drugs that treat it, that are known through dealing with influenza for hundreds and thousands of years. We know how to handle it. This, we do not have that. And I think this is actually... We don't have a vaccine. The flu gets around, but this actually gets around even more. Yes. And it is more deadly. So if it gets around to the degree... That it could. COVID nineteen is more infectious than flu is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, I mean, this thing lives in the air for hours, lives on surfaces for days. For I, I read up to two weeks. It can be oh on a doorknob for two weeks. That's that's just insane. It that, is. Thank God it's not actually a more deadly and disease. I, and, and I'm and do. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to point out here. This is why you should be taking precautions. Yes, you should be washing your hands. Yes, you should be sanitizing your hands. Like, yes, you should be not going out when you don't have to, you know? And yeah. I had another surreal experience today when I'm in my store and I, I literally have toilet paper in my hands and a woman, an older woman stops me. Tackles you? No, she was in her seventies. Um, which these days you don't know though, <laughs> with the times we're living in, maybe I will be tackled by a 70 year old woman, but she stops me and she says, you don't have the items that are in your ad. And, I, and I'm like, well, what, do, what item are you looking for, ma'am? She's like, the quilted northern. Oh, God. A, and the toilet paper. Godspeed. And, and, and I said, well, ma'am, that's one of the things, along with hand sanitizer, along with, you know, masks, along with a long list of items that just are largely unavailable across the whole country right she's now. She's not been watching the news? Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she's just really not in the loop, you know. Yeah. Maybe she does live a very, you know. And, and, and she's like, she's like, She's like, listen. Like she gets gets like really mad. She's like, listen, I'm in the group that this is that I'm vulnerable to this. I came out here risking myself to come to your store to get the toilet paper that I need, and now I have to risk myself again to come out and get it when my last three rolls are gone. And I, and I'm like, how can I help you, ma'am? Like I'm holding yeah, toilet paper. What do you paper. want me to do? I, I said, can I give you this for the same price as that quilted northern? Because I'm thinking maybe it's a cost. She doesn't have the money. Yeah. She needs the quilted northern. I said I will give you this for the same price as the quilted northern. You know, would that help you? She goes, no. Oh my god. She's like, I only use quilted northern. Oh my god. And I, and I, well, and risk your life. So this woman's literally like blaming me just for she's, her. She's willing to potentially risk, dying. She's willing to risk her life for quilted northern. Right. And and I'm like <laughs> offering her. And I'm I'm trying. I literally took another step back, and I'm thinking, I'm like trying not to be like a jerk, but I'm like. Well, do you understand that we're under a state of emergency? Like yeah. these items may not be back for weeks or months. Yeah. Like the factories, nobody knows what's going. Maybe happen. you better take down. it while you got it. Yeah, lady. take what you can get. She 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 was like she was literally blaming me 
You'll for be her using, potential death. You'll be using magazine over toilet pages paper in yeah. another couple of weeks. Use what? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's so strange. It's yeah. such a weird. And it, and it just shows you how spoiled like we are as a civilization. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, if you can be like that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> But you said, take what you can get. Like, If civilization collapses, good luck getting in Quilted Northern then, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's why I was saying here today, like, you know, this goes in hand with me thinking about the fall of civilization, which now seems more tangible. Not the walking scary, dead. Not the scary way. But, it, it, like, it, you know, it, we actually have a virus that has stopped things. And I was thinking to myself, like, okay, um, so if I can't go to the store and get food anymore, how will I get food? Uh, and then I started to wish that I you know, actually hunted. Yeah. And, and then I got thinking to myself, like, what if I had to make an arrow? Like, how the hell could I, I don't even know how to make an arrow. And then I got thinking like, you know, we pick on cavemen all the time, but damn, they were smart. Like <laughs> they like, had it down. I mean, I know what an arrow is and I probably yeah. still can't make a damn yeah. arrow. And they never even saw an arrow and yeah. still made the damn arrow. We'll have to ramble it, jump out of a tree. God. Well, we'll but. see where it goes. Yeah, I, I guess we'll move on because there's lots of other gaming. Yeah. Big gaming news, we'll actually. Get back to the gaming in this gaming podcast. So, uh, however, 25 minutes in, maybe we can put a mark. If you want to skip to the gaming news, then you <laughs> yeah. can jump ahead 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, Sony and Microsoft, since our last episode, both detailed the hardware and the specs of the Xbox Series X and the PS5. And boy, was this a. The spectacle, I guess you could call yeah, it. I mean, isn't that just like the, the sign of the times? Like, we got both next-gen hardware, and here we are. We don't even talk about it for 25 minutes. I know. That's what. That's that's why when I got thinking of the agenda, I was like, do we do this first? But then I was like, I don't think we can. I, no. I, I don't think we can. I think no. we have to hold but on. Man, that's a sign of the times, because usually we'd be like, okay, let's go. Let's so, talk about this. So all the hardware has been detailed. People, well... Microsoft allowed people to go hands-on with their console yeah. and hardware. Sony did not. They did allowed an internal Mark Cerny or whatever his name is talked about it. Um, I I didn't watch Sony's presentation, but I heard it was very dry and boring. Oh my god, it was terrible. Um, it was real bad. They had like a they had like seriously like cardboard cutouts of people <laughs> sitting in the audience. No, as though he was like. Uh, giving that's supposed to be GDC. Yeah, like he was giving a, a, yeah. a, a speech to yeah. an audience, but it was clearly just like cardboard cutouts. Yeah, that were like CG imposed. Oh my! It was God. so low budget, so embarrassing. Like you know, I get we're in a crisis, but yeah, just don't even do that. Just just have him talking from a screen. It's okay. So what this all boils down to? Let's talk about just the hardware first, then we'll get into all the other stuff. The Xbox Series X is you know, undoubtedly more powerful. The GPU in the Xbox Series X is almost two whole teraflops, which I'm not going to talk about. Which is almost like a whole other PlayStation 4. Uh, is, you know, it's just, it's unquestionable. A lot of the things were the same. You know, both have SSD, same amount of RAM. I think it was the CPU. A lot of people were talking about, if you notice, Microsoft said it had a fixed speed, which was... Um, a lot of people took as good, meaning like, okay, you're definitely going to get this level of performance out of it. I think, I think that's the GPU. Is it? Do. Yeah. Because, because Sony's Sony is variable. Sony said, yeah, they, they have a 10.28 or something 
teraflop GPU. Yeah. But that's only at peak performance. Right. Which means at its absolute best. Which They're not going to get you know, like, that out of when, it. When the fans are really blowing. Yeah. So it can't it can't run it. Like basically Naughty Dog is going to get that out of it. Yeah. And Sony Santa Monica yeah. and nobody else. So really it's, a lot of people are saying it's actually a nine point something yeah. console. Like that's what it's going to cruise at. And yeah. then, you know, it, it can occasionally go up into 10. Yeah. Um, whereas Microsoft is fixed at 12 wow. and a lot of people say that's, that was actually under clocked mm-hmm. so that, you know, it can be more reliable yeah. and this and that. So yeah, it's Microsoft is undoubtedly more powerful. You know, it has more cores, you know, yeah, you, you can't really make up cores. Yeah. Microsoft has like 52, I think. And Sony yeah. has 36, I believe. Sounds right. And, um, so, so Sony's has to run faster and therefore hotter. Yeah. To try and catch up, but you know, you, you can't get blood from a stone. Yeah. Well, there's a few things to take from this. We could talk about all aspects of this for a while, and we can if we want. Um, first, I think it it'll be interesting to see how this positions the pricing of both consoles, because the PS5 should clearly be cheaper. Yeah. Should be. Should be. But you know, talking about coronavirus, we don't know what the costs of all no. these hardware components is going to be. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal, I believe, that said Sony's costs for the machine were at $450. Yeah. Which means, you know, I mean, either Sony's going to take a, a loss on each to sell mm-hmm. it at 399 I don't think they can. Or they'll sell it at 450 or... I don't think they could take a... 399 is just too low. I mean, that's what a PS4 Pro costs now, right? Three ninety nine. Um, yeah, I think it goes on sale Wait. for like three forty nine. What? Which console? PS four Pro. Yeah, I think it's still officially at three ninety nine. Still, PS five's minimum five hundred, in my opinion. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah, I could see it, but th- then again, I think they, as they said, they're waiting for Microsoft's price. Yeah. So they're obviously going to try and play keep away. I don't think they could undercut them because you see, here's another thing: most third party games. If you, yes, the Xbox Series X is more powerful, unquestionably. But most third-party games are really not... You're not going to be able to tell much of a difference between the two consoles. You're really not. If you're, all you're doing is playing, I don't know, FIFA every year, you know, it's not going to matter which platform you're playing it on. It's not going to matter which platform you have the latest Call of Duty on. They're both going to look pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, but... I really can't see Sony undercutting Microsoft by a full hundred dollars. I really, I don't, I don't see it happening. Maybe like fifty bucks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, here was the bigger kicker, in my, in my opinion, the PlayStation Five. I think it's your opinion was the same. Is not fully backwards compatible with the PlayStation Four. Yeah. And they, they, they changed their language on this probably yeah. like 10 times after yeah. the announcement. I think it is going to be compatible with most games. But that is what they said. Go, it, you take it. It, it is. It's, no, I'm, I'm genuinely a little bit confused. Though, yeah. Because in the conference, they said, we tested 100, the 100 the top, top 100. titles. And almost all of them worked. Yeah. Was their exact language on the, the, the situation, I believe. And then later on, they said, well, you know, we think the overwhelming majority are going to work. Yeah. 
but we haven't tested them. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? They also said that the PS5 is too fast to run some of the PS4 games. Yeah. So, A, problem number one, it's not fully backwards compatible, period. Yeah. Problem number one. Problem number two, their message is all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. They're backtracking, then they're trying to cover for it. Total debacle. Microsoft has nailed backwards compatibility this gen. And yeah. they've guaranteed everything fully now, fully did, forward facing. Did you um but did you see their Twitter came out with a correction and said we put in a hundred thousand hours of testing and we Sony? Put, no, Microsoft. Yeah. They said we put in a hundred thousand hours of testing on our backwards compatibility mm-hmm. and you know, we believe every game Will be backwards compatible. Yeah, they 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 sort of backed away, and I think for, for legal they, reasons they had to. Yeah, um, that every Xbox One game will work, but I think. But they know, but they also included even OG Xbox. Yeah. So they're talking about not just Xbox One, but Xbox 360, and even the classics yeah. that I'm talking. Like they they're going all the way. Back. Yeah. So I think that's just legal jargon. Um, I yeah. think I think they. They really expect, you know, maybe there'll be like one game or two games yeah. that don't work for some reason. And, and I think what I what what I instantly noticed about I'm sure they'll fix Sony's that. language when they said, well, the majority of PS4 games will work. Yeah. Well, that's 51%. Yeah. So you're telling me almost half of your well, games Well, they said the overwhelming majority. Well, what does that mean? That's 51%. That's that, Well, to me, if you say overwhelming, overwhelming means nothing. It's a it's a verb. It's I mean, not a, you you could use it for fifty one percent, but to me, if you say overwhelming majority, it's got to be like you're right. It is ambiguous, but it's got to be like at least seventy five. But even if it is, look, I'm going back to like the messaging here, like the Xbox One reveal. We know how much that cost them. That whole this whole gen has because of that initial rollout has been botched, and I I really feel like. Sony is making a lot of those same mistakes that Microsoft did. Like um, their messaging is all over. Their, yeah, their marketing. I mean, they, and they've definitely dropped the ball on messaging. Yeah, I mean, they should have phrased it differently. Then, well, we tried the hundred top titles, and almost all of them worked. Because that made it sound like, oh, there's there's only gonna be the hundred top titles, yeah. and not even all those will work. Um, so they they dropped the ball there, and I think, you know, I, I'm really curious to see how this plays out because on the one hand. I think Sony has actually been kind of kind of smart in how they designed their console. The PS5. Yeah, um, to be slightly weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, because I mean, of the price. Yeah, because they can underprice. You know, they can undercut Microsoft. And you know, let's face it, Sony has the developers that even if their system is slightly weaker. Yeah. They're going to be able to put out amazing games. Most likely. That'll, That'll keep pace with basically almost anything Microsoft puts out. Graphically. Yeah. 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 So You're so right. that weakness will be sort of it won't it's amount. Not gonna, right. That's it what I'm saying. It's not gonna be much. that significant yeah. in so, practice. Especially to I'm I mean, I'm speaking for the general yeah. audience here that, yeah. that don't know anything about teraflops, don't care. Right. You, you know, like good they're gonna be walking around games. a store, they're gonna see, you know, stuff playing on the Sony monitor, stuff playing yeah. on Microsoft. They're not gonna notice the difference probably. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it's kind of smart, especially if their console's cheaper. Yeah. But if Microsoft comes out and drastically undercuts them with the Lockhart. Yeah. That advantage is I gone. mean, yeah, I don't, I, 
I have no idea how it's going to play out. Yeah. Because, you know, having Game Pass and then having Lockhart, and Lockhart, like a lot of people are just so ignorant on Lockhart. Like they're like, oh, it's going to hold, it's going to hold the Series X back. It's going to, no, it's not going to hold it back. If you drop the resolution, you can run basically the same game. Yeah. On much weaker hardware. Yeah. I mean, they got The Witcher 3 running on Switch. Yeah. So, as long as you drop the resolution. So, I mean, Lockhart will, Lockhart will run at 1080p yeah. and Series X will run at 4K. And for a lot of casuals, 1080p is fine. Yeah. 1080p, Most PC gamers yeah. play at 1080p. Yeah. Like, like 95% of A lot of, you know, and little Jimmy, who's nine years old, he ain't going to know. He ain't going to care. No. He just wants to play with his friends. Just wants to play for it. On Xbox Live. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if it, if that thing can come in at like 249 or 299 and PS4 is like 399 or 499 or somewhere in between and then Series X is 599 or 499 or 599, that's going to be really interesting to me because yeah. did Sony hit the sweet spot? Did did Microsoft do the right thing? Get the and, best of both worlds. Yeah, best of both worlds, get the high end with like people willing to pay more for that yeah. premium experience. Well, the well, I think the Xbox One X was a big success for a lot of reasons. And I, I think carrying that audience, they 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 knew that they had a winner there. Yeah. So they knew that if they carry that audience, that's going to do a lot for them. And then, yeah, if they can also undercut and get a lower price point entry, and then maybe three years down the road, get those people to double dip and get yeah. the Xbox Series X, you know, like... It's pretty smart. Uh, I mean, I'll say this. If, if they do the Lockhart, because we don't know if they are. Yeah, exactly. And if the Series X is anything over $499, mm-hmm. I think Microsoft has a major problem. Has to do the Lockhart. Yeah, I think I think they'd have to do Lockhart, because otherwise they'd have a serious problem in that, like we were just discussing. So I, th- I think the PS5 will be close enough in power mm-hmm. that it'll be hard to justify the yeah. extra... Hundred bucks or whatever. Hundred dollars, or yeah. you know that that five ninety nine. Well, that's what or that's, I wanted to. I think it was the Verge that put out this article, and I do completely agree with this. I think Microsoft has done a much better job of building up the Xbox Series X than Sony has the PlayStation Five. But I have to agree that on both sides, this has been the most boring, yeah, and like drawn out yeah. console reveal yeah. period ever, because like. Before, when they showed you a console, a new console, like the first reveal would be like the console and like the tech, a tech demo. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you think you of like, get something with it. You, you think of like the, the Zelda tech demo. Uh, there was always like a Zelda, you know, tech demo for yeah. Nintendo or, uh, you know, maybe like Gran Turismo for, for PlayStation or something. So we basically got, you know, Halo Infinite. For the Xbox Series X, what a year over a year ago, yeah, and nothing from either side since. Microsoft showed us the console itself. We've got the specs from both. We've got the freaking logo from Sony. Yeah. But other than that, it's been so like. Well, well Microsoft did announce a few more games. We they did a uh, Hellblade. They showed Rare's game. Uh, I think it's one of Obsidian's games, right? I don't. I can't think of it. They had they had Everwild from Rare, and then they did um, no Hellblade. Yeah, the game. Yeah, Hellblade two. Halo Hellblade was the only so one. So that's three next gen yeah. games. But we haven't seen gameplay. Yeah. So here we are, which is the next talking point that we'll get to in a minute. 
these consoles were at least were supposed to launch this year, six months from now. Yeah. And well, we Microsoft still haven't. Seen Microsoft much. did come out and say they're they're committed to a, a holiday 2020. That's launch, the next point. So. How big of an advantage is that? If, if they can hit that, what do you think? If Sony has to delay till 2021. Well, I mean, I'll be blown away if Sony has to delay because the original rumors were that Sony was trying to launch last year. That was a rumor, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. It, it seemed like one of those rumors with a lot of truth. Behind See, I didn't it. think so. You don't think I, so? I thought the opposite. I thought it was There seemed to be a lot up. of smoke to that one to me. But maybe, you're right, maybe it was just BS. Um but you know, usually I, I think literally because of the person, like the personnel at Sony has changed a lot. I think the kind of the what's that what's that word when the like the turnover the crazies are running the hen house or whatever. Oh, the, the crazies are running the madhouse. Whatever. whatever. Um, it just it just seems like there's a lot of the hen house. We don't know what the hell we're doing. In my yeah. opinion, and maybe I'll maybe I'll, maybe in two months I'll be proved totally wrong. Maybe we'll get a PS5 blowout and I'll be like, holy crap, you know? Like I'm yeah. speculating, but there's just so many red flags to me when you're looking at what Sony's been doing. Yeah, that, and like like you said, it seems like they had to at some point rapidly change direction. Something and, and I, I think something something's happened. been wrong here. Something yes. happened because you don't you don't go radio silent for two whole years. No, right. It feels like at some point like they realized like, uh, like this yeah. isn't working. We gotta do yeah, something, something different. Or they saw what Microsoft something was doing. Happened. I don't know. Or what. maybe what Google was doing. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Like, what their what their thought process. And maybe we'll get like. a chance to see what happened in a way. I don't know, but something I think definitely happened because. No company elects, especially a company that's like in Sony's position. Yeah, yeah. Just to go quiet. I mean, completely quiet for two years. I, I think it's a combination of a couple things. I think it was because they were so far ahead this gen. I think it was hubris. Like, and you mentioned, like, high on their own supply. Yeah. I think they were just in cruise control for a while. Like, hey, this is great. We don't have to, we don't have, we don't have competition. Because they didn't really. They've got Nintendo doing their own thing over there. They're not our competition. Yeah. Microsoft's trying their mightest, but it's clear that they're behind. Yeah, shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, so I, I think they were just kind of like, you know, we're just going to keep making these great single-player story games, which is what we do. We're going to, and, you know, we'll, we'll get there. And But then, all the time, Microsoft was hand over fist, pulling themselves up yep. by their bootstraps. Yep. And it seems like they weren't really formulating a great strategy for PS5. Yeah. It seems like they sat on their hands too long, or they made a strategy that they realized was bunk and had to go back on. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder a little bit if, um, well, I mean, you gotta remember, Microsoft is a software company, Sony is not. Yeah, and Good basically, point. basically every generation, Sony has to like rebuild their entire um, infrastructure. Well, I don't want to say their infrastructure, but their uh, um, their entire dashboard, like yeah. the entire way you interact, their, their UI, yeah. the, the dashboard, they have to rebuild that basically every generation. They can't yeah. do what Microsoft does, which is, you know, we'll just update it. We'll yeah. update it. The way Sony makes theirs, they literally have to, like, start from scratch every yeah. time. Like, I don't know why, like, that's beyond me. Yeah. But I'm told that they cannot, like, update it in the same way Microsoft does and completely change everything. They have to start from scratch and rebuild it. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if maybe that was part of the reason. And maybe maybe they're trying to build something to compete with Game Pass. They have to be. 
It seems like Game Pass is just an enormous tool for Microsoft right now. Um, Not only on Xbox, but PC. And yeah. once you fit your X Cloud in there, when yeah. that drops, which and, is already kind of soft I mean, rolling that's, out. That's what I'm saying. Like if if they have if Lockhart is real, how do you not get Lockhart? And I little, think get get your kid like just fifteen dollars a, a month. You can have hundreds of games. The, the Nintendo Switch is the Lockhart. It's the yeah. true identity <laughs> of the Lockhart. No, that is a hot take. Um. So I, I, I just I just want to drill that point home. It, it, I I if because all the rumors point to even before this we were before coronavirus we were speculating that Sony may have to delay till 2021, and with this it seems like they have to. It seems I really feel like they have to. The production has been totally shut down in China. There's they're they're clearly behind in a lot of things. Yeah. When Microsoft came out and said they're still targeting fall 2020 this week, I was blown away. Well, I mean, they got the actual console. I'm not because sure Sony does. If they if they get out the door, let, let's say Lockhart's real, okay? Let's say the Xbox Series X launches November. Does really well. Some really good games are going to be on it. We know. We've got Halo Infinite. We've got Fable somewhere down the pipeline. There'll be a new Forza. Rare's new game. Hellblade 2, all those developers they have working on, you know, there's like 30 of them now. So it gets their foot in the door, gets the, builds that hype up, builds this install base. Let's say six months later, Sony's launching the PS5. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to have some big games because it's Sony. And, you know, they'll probably have, I don't know, Horizon 2 and maybe Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll have probably have some good games. Imagine that same day, or even a week later, a week before, Microsoft can say, oh, Lockhart's coming. The same day the PS5 comes out, with yeah. that cheaper price point. Yeah. I the mean, damage I that I don't think do. that'll happen, but... Why not? I mean, that would be amazing if that if, <laughs> if Microsoft can get the Xbox One X, or Xbox Series X, out this fall, and Sony has to wait, until 2021. They're not going to launch it in like January. Yeah. It would be like March probably. I think Microsoft would want to wait until holiday 2021 only because they would want to make sure that all as many like hardcore fans would buy the more yeah, expensive maybe. console maybe. before even offering the opportunity to buy the cheaper console. Because obviously but, the more... But wouldn't you steal that opportunity from Sony? Because Sony's going to offer you the opportunity yeah. to buy a cheaper See, console. See, I think Sony, I, I think why the, the PS5 might be really uh, smartly designed is that um, if if the load times, which Sony will have the advantage on, mm-hmm. we think. Um, and they both have paper, solid state drives. Yeah. If Sony has like which a noticeable... Which is enough as far as I'm concerned. If Sony, yeah. And if... Yeah, and well, the the one act or the Series X, um, their their SSD is still ten times faster. Yeah. Than the one. It's X. gonna be such a big. And upgrade. I thought the one X was fast. It, it's such gonna be such a big upgrade. Yeah. That it's so not gonna I mean, matter next even if gen. Sony's this fast, they're like you're, everyone's gonna be happy. I think. Yes, that's what I mean. But everybody's to me, making a giant what, leap. What's gonna be interesting is if Sony can with its developers present a console that runs at 4K. It's going to run at 4K. It's got the power to do that. And it makes games that look 
just about as good, and then yeah. it has that low time advantage. Yeah. I mean, and it's cheaper. Like that's that's a pretty persuasive. I don't think argument. they're gonna be able to run on run on stand on. Will our games load point zero one seven seconds well, fast? I mean, like the SSD upgrade alone from HDD to SDD is massive. Like yeah. Well, I mean, if you look on Reset Air right now, I mean, the the SSD secret sauce is like, <laughs> is, is all anybody talks about. Oh, this is such a massive advantage. No, it's going to be like a couple seconds probably. Yeah, but. that's what I'm talking about. Like, you can't run on, you can't you can't build your platform on. Well, we have two seconds loading time advantage. Yeah. And as that's people, great. As that's people, great. As people have pointed out, you know, games, I would, third party I, games get developed for the lowest common denominator. Right. Exactly. So. No third-party game is going to take advantage of it because the raw speed and the compressed speed of are about the same yeah. for, for PS5 and, and the Series X, respectively. So that's, you know, that's, and, and that's going to be fine. There have been instances of games, you know, on two consoles, like on games on the lesser powerful console, for example, uh, running at a higher frame rate than on the more powerful console and vice versa. It's all on the developer. Yeah. If they prioritize, for example, the Xbox Series X version over the PS5 version, that version's just going to run better. It's going to load quicker. It doesn't matter. Like what? What? Yes, the parts in the car make a difference, but it, it's all on the developer. Yeah. And like, like, like we have both said, these consoles are going to be such large leaps ahead. Yeah. That I think most of these differences are going to be negligible in practice. The only thing that I would say would be better, and I don't think either console will be able to say this, if one of these could do 144 frames a second and the other one couldn't, that would be huge. Because yeah. you can say, for competitive gaming, you know, for the highest maximum frame rate, yeah. this is the console. Well, and that's where I was going to go next. Xbox can do 120 FPS, we that, know. That's where I was going to go next, because the Xbox One, thank God, is the first console that will let you output at 1440p. Mm -hmm. Like, you get to pick. Mm -hmm. Do you want to output at 1080? Do you want to put an output at 1440? Or do you want to put out output at 4K? Right now, PS4, none of them allow you to do that. You know, it'll it'll either upscale or downscale. But, you know, it, it doesn't give... I have a 1440p monitor. So, for me, that's important. Like, I, I want something that can output at 1440p mm -hmm. natively. And maybe... You know, like, I'm hoping that, you know, like the Series X will allow me to output at 1440p and then maybe have 120 frames per second, mm -hmm. even though this thing only goes up to 75. Your monitor? Uh, yeah. Um, but either way, you know, like just, just having that option yeah. is what I'm hoping. Because at that point, and I got to think about this the other day, is like, what's the point of PC gaming? Because... See, I'm thinking the opposite. I'm like, there's no point in console gaming anymore. There, there's None. no point in PC gaming. No, because the, the, the console, console does everything run, the PC does. The Xbox can only run 120 frames. Which is enough. 140, the you will lose. 144 and you will lose to somebody running 144. No, you won't. Yes, you will. No, you won't. If, a human can't possibly comprehend Yes, you can. If that you're sitting at a desk and right directly in front of your monitor. From 10 feet away, No. No, but, I mean, well, distance has nothing to do with this it. This is science. It's about, it's about this fluidity. Is, well, this is science. If two people who have the exact same skill level, one's running 144, one's running 120, yeah. one running 144 wins. 
you're talking with the same skill you're talking level. 0.024 yeah you know how fast you can react 0 0.0 of most a, games, of a single though, second most games if if you've read the developers are not going to run 120 frames they're like the gear what's their name the coalition yeah said they're hoping to run gears 5 at 120 frames a second on Xbox Series X this is a last gen game. Yeah. They're hoping to get it to 120 frames. Yeah. Not a next gen game, a last gen. Well, game. yeah, but that uh, when they build the games, Halo Infinite will not be running at when, 120 when build, frames. When they build on console Xbox games, Series they tailor X. them to the machine. So that could be. I can almost guarantee, like Halo Infinite will not be 120 FPS. But that may be so. On on PC it'll be 144. Yeah. On Xbox it'll but, be. But I mean like they could have they could have 90 or. Well, something. I mean Gears also wants to be a showpiece. Game. Right, but that's what I'm saying. If it's the most, if it's a showpiece game, a last gen game. But I mean, and they're trying to get they, it. They try to. But it already runs on PC at 144. Well, yeah, with like a three thousand dollar. No, system. my my PC runs it at 144, no problem. At 4K. No, but it could. Yeah, let's see. 4K doesn't matter, like you're saying. It doesn't well, yeah, really no, matter. 4K no one doesn't cares. matter. But the frames do. My frames! Give me my frames! I'm telling you, the difference between 120 and 144 would be like impossible to notice. But I'm saying almost no Xbox games are going to get 120. Well, like, even if that's so. Now, I mean, do you remember when Sony came out with PS5 and said, oh, well, we can do 8K? Well, yeah, two games can get to 8K, <laughs> but it looks like it's not really noticeable, and well, only yeah, two games, I mean, technically it's possible, well, I, but nobody can do it. See, I don't know. I mean, if if they have the different options, like I was just discussing, where, you know, if, if you select 144, yeah. or, or, or 120. a 1440p monitor, maybe that it could easily do 120. Yeah, good point. I mean, maybe it can't do 120 in 4K. Yeah. But yeah, maybe you could do point. 120 at 1440p. Yeah. And I, I, I'd be stunned if you could tell the difference between. I'm just saying, you, you said there's no point in PC. I'm looking at this the opposite. I'm looking at it as maybe this is the time where I stop buying consoles because PC, mass, See, I've I'm become looking, part of the PC. Mass I'm looking place. at it as. Especially because consoles, all Xbox consoles games have keyboard are on mouse. PC. Consoles have keyboard and mouse. Consoles, no, nobody does that. Consoles though. boot right up. Nobody into the, does that. Boots right up into it, but shits all over PC. No, it does. <laughs> and then you can you can pause and switch between multiple games, which blows PC completely out of the water. I can do that right now. It blows On PC. PC. No, you can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> PC's crap. I can run the same game like four applications of it. At the same time. Yeah, but you can't. You've been pause. able to do that on games. You can't games. pause and go. You can another one reopen it. Yeah, you can. It'll it'll take a hit. And you can open and you can and you can open system. a web browser you'll, and you can open a music you'll take playlist a hit because you're using up RAM. Well, what do you mean take a hit? You'll take a hit to the performance. Well, I can put 256 gigs of RAM in there. It doesn't matter. So you can have an yeah, infinite then, amount. Then you're, and then I'll you're, run Photoshop. But you didn't, you didn't buy it for five hundred dollars. Right. So right. once you get down to it, 
consoles blow PC away for the price of performance. If you it's want not to even play close. with a new bass controller, it's not like even a, close. Like a, you're going to make me say something I'm going to regret. If you want to play in slow motion underwater, <laughs> like Christopher Reeves piloting a hot air balloon, it's not even then go close. ahead and play your games if with you a can controller. get 120 frames per second at even 1440p. Please edit that out. For, for, beep, beep some of that out. For $500. Beep just the name of the celebrity <laughs> that I just... It's, it's not even close. All right, we're off topic. Um, vastly different opinions here on Godbone Unlocked, <laughs> on the next-gen console race, even though we're now comparing... Well, you know, I think we can agree that both PC and console gaming are superior to Stadia. <laughs> Clearly, the PlayStation oh, 5, God. Xbox Series X, and PC will place you in better position than Stadia. Like, what do you think they're going to do? Do you, do you think they're just going to fold up and give up? I, like, Maybe COVID-19 will mean I feel like Google, Stadia goes out of business. I feel like Google is in such a position where to cancel anything at this point is like damaging to the entire brand. It is. It's embarrassing. Like, it's an embarrassment. Exactly, because people are so on them about, you know, like all the stuff that they cancel. So now I feel like they're... Well, and to just have such a weak showing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got out. That was it. That's all we could do. Yeah. We got out. So, like, to me, you only have two options. Either A, you're going to get out, or B, you really have to double down and... Maybe they'll have to make a console. And so Google's whole problem is, is that, like we said a million times, they have no focus. Yeah. Like, they... They can't double down on anything because they're trying to dabble in six thousand things. Yeah, they've doubled down. They've done well with YouTube, the search engine, Pixel. Yeah. Well, I think I think another issue they have is they they want to be Silicon Valley about everything. Like they want to be disruptive and, and you know yeah and, and rethinking the the wheel. Yeah, and, and that's what they're trying to do. Like, hey, we got a gaming without the hardware. Works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this time, it does not work. It does well, not there's, work. There's t- there are there definitely are opportunities for like, and I give people credit who are thinking outside the box and trying to disrupt. Yeah. But there are times where that wheel is rolling because that's just what people want. That that you can't disrupt that wheel, even though you can think of an idea that you know would be game changing. What's so funny? Uh, just. What you said about that celebrity, <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, like, oh, we're gonna do something different. We're gonna do something different. Well, not everybody wants something different. Maybe everybody buys what you're trying to disrupt because that's exactly what they want. You know, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Disrupting certain things is yeah amazing. Well, like, holy crap! Them, how did we not have this if, before? If you're you gonna know? disrupt them, you gotta disrupt it with something that is clearly head and shoulders better. Yes. If you do not, then people like. Why people, do I want people this? People always want what they've already had because that's yeah. what the, that's just what they understand. Familiarity. Unless you can present to them that it is without question better. Right. You know, and that's just the way it is. Right. And, and even even like electric cars. This is like, going to be easier for me, or this is going to be even electric quicker. cars, which you know Tesla is killing right now. They did a survey. Like only three or four percent of the car buying population wants an electric yeah, car, even right. in light of Tesla. Right. And I, I think the reason for that is, is like people look at it and they say, yeah, it's you know, it's great. Hey, that's great. But if, Not in if my I want to go, well, if I want to go, if I want to go on a road trip, you know, I'm yeah. gonna have to wait half hours every time I got to fill yeah. up my tank, which is a step back from what I got right. with my gas car. Not as convenient. So it's, you know, until they 
solve that people yeah you're just not gonna and that's what that's what google has right now is like yeah hey that's great but until you solve the fact that you know it's an inferior experience yeah, you've got no game the, the day it's an two, inferior pro- two big problems yeah you know until you solve that it's, it's not going anywhere no yeah it'll be interesting to see what they do with it because right now they're just spitting in the wind really yeah so believe it or not we are on the eve of the launch of Half-Life Alex, the first Half-Life game in 15 years, VR exclusive, and I just, that's worth mentioning, period, that a new Half-Life game comes out tomorrow. Unbelievable. This is what got me. So Edge got the cover story for Half-Life Alex, the yep. full-blown blowout, the first one that's ever had, the only one it'll ever have, and they did the review, the world-first review. They gave it a 9 out of 10, but they scored Dreams as a 10 out of 10. Oh Dreams on PS4 is better than Half-Life Alex, ladies and gentlemen. I I, don't I feel like we've crossed over as as a as a medium. Like the way Hollywood did where um, you know only movies that basically nobody's ever seen wins the Oscars. <laughs> we we've now crossed over into that that area where where games dreams, no one's ever heard of. Dreams is like award bait essentially. Like it's yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a game that like nobody's ever going to really play. But for reviewers, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Because yeah. like the the possibilities that it unlocks this, that, and the that other. That only thing. three people will experience. Yeah, and and to me, the, the issue with dreams is, and all I see on dreams is people making knockoffs of their favorite game. It's like that's great, but did like, you see? You're me? gonna play that for like three seconds. If you're a very creative away. person, then stuff like this is awesome. Same yeah. thing with Forge and Halo. You know, people made some incredible stuff in Forge. But only like 3% of the Halo player base ever really did anything significant in Forge, ever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how Half-Life Alex turns out. Like, how does this get perceived, you know? And I, I think, I got thinking on the way over here, what really takes the wind out of my sails for this and why I'm not excited for it is that it's a prequel. And that just bugs me. Like the first Half-Life game yeah. we've gotten in 15 years. Yeah. So I'm really into the story of games. So whenever there's a new game, it's like exciting. What's going to happen? You know, where is it going? Nothing that happens in this game is going to be anything that we didn't know before. Yeah. It's, I, I hate when they do that, the, too. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to prequels, because there are ways to do prequels and reveal things. But I just, like I got thinking about this, and I was like, Okay, yeah, a new Half-Life game, and it's the first time in 15 years, and it's nothing. A, I can't play it because it's on VR. B, the story is a story that we already know. So, what is there to be excited about? I just, I can't get excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way, too. Like, it it sort of feels like, and maybe they, maybe when they're game planning, I I mean, I don't doubt that at some point maybe it was going to be Half-Life 3. Yeah. But then they were like, well, we VR really, exclusive, we can't do Well, that. we haven't really done Half-Life in 20 years. Yeah. So there's an entire generation of gamers out there that really don't have any. Yeah. Like, how can we do Half-Life 3 when they don't know 
anything about Half-Life. Yeah. So maybe that was their thinking, like, okay, well, let's let's sort of go back and sort of revisit so things. So few people are gonna play this though. Those you know those kids who need an introduction to Half-Life are not gonna play Half-Life Alex. No way. They don't have seven hundred dollar VR headsets. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Oh, thank you, Google. Oh, what was that? I have no idea. It, it just kicks on all by itself. Uh, every were you trying to while. show me something? No, no, that was that was uh, the Google Home. But were you there. bringing something up over there to show me something? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was showing oh, the you edge the, cover. the edge cover. But it's Resident Evil 3. Oh. I, I guess we don't have the Half-Life Alex one yet. Um, but yeah, I just I just couldn't help but laugh when Dreams got scored higher because... I saw somebody else point out that 2020 is kind of like 1990 because the new Doom game is potentially well, that's true. the game of the year. Half-Life is big again. Resident Evil's back. Um, Resident Evil three. Um, there's a new. There's a new. Uh, Final like, Fantasy seven's back. A, Final Fantasy's back. There's a new Quake. Like one of the guys who made Quake has a new FPS. It's uh-huh. basically like it's yeah, it's basically yeah. Quake. I remember seeing it. Um, so they're just like. You know, we've officially arrived in whatever year, 1995 or whatever. You know, it's funny. I was was actually thinking about this. You know how, like, we all, um, like, our our generation, for whatever reason, is really into the 80s? Yeah. I was thinking that we must be almost at that time when people become nostalgic for the 90s. I hope not. Because it was Yeah, I I was thinking about it. I was like, well, what the hell are people going to want? Grunge music? I guess, yeah. Nirvana? Maybe corn? Flannel again? Flannel and ripped jeans? I mean... I, I, yeah, there, there really wasn't boy band. Much. Yeah, boy bands and baggy jeans. New metal. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I, 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 Next Friday. Yeah, I mean, the 90s were just not as iconic a time yeah, as the 80s. it's like, what happened? Like, you know, you had the 80s. Uh, well, you know, and somebody... I think part of it was this, there just wasn't, like, a, a nice, clean-cut, like, this is what the 90s are. About, yeah. The 80s had that, like, the colors, well, the, the going soundtracks, back, going back the music decades. was all, like... Going back for decades, it was like that. The yeah, 60s yeah. had the hippies, the 70s, 70s had, had disco, disco yeah. 80s had hair bands and yeah. whatever. New, the the new, 90s and stuff. Yeah. Just, the 90s, I guess, boy bands. Yeah, like, I, that's, that's like, weird. Just so, so uninteresting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some new rumors came out about Black Ops 5, and it basically confirmed what we've been talking about. Um, a bunch of other Activision stuff, too. So, Black Ops 5 is essentially a reboot, supposedly. It spans from Vietnam through the Cold War. Uh, The multiplayer maps are a return to kind of like the Black Ops normalcy, like three-lane maps, not the crap that Modern Warfare throws at us. Zombie mode is back. The large player count modes are back. Begs the rumor, what what are they going to do with Warzone, which we talked about last um, episode. But there's also supposedly a new Spiral of the Dragon in development. So I don't know if we really need to discuss this. I just kind of wanted to cover it because we kind of talked a Spyro lot about Call Dragon. of Duty. Well, if you want to talk about Spyro, we could. That was <laughs> the, the 90s first. Really are back. The first PlayStation game I owned, by the way. Are you serious? And I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It was great. It was one of the first 3D platformers I played. Now you've activated series model. What? And so now you've activated series Spyro. I, uh, yeah. Um. Okay, so I just got to talk about Doom Eternal. I was hoping that you would cover Animal Crossing because those were the two big games of the week, <laughs> yeah. you know? Maybe you can talk about your week in Animal Crossing 2DS if you want to. 
I think I've given up. How were your radish prices? You know, that was that was the entire reason I bought it was so I could avoid buying <laughs> Animal Crossing to Switch. I do hear a lot of people are excited by Animal. I, the review I read about Animal Crossing was at New Horizons. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Literally said this is one of Nintendo's best games ever. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, uh, I, which to me is heresy, but that's the, okay. New Leaf was actually the first Animal Crossing that I'd ever played. Yeah. That game is addicting as hell. I won't I don't know why. The, but to utter a statement like this is one of the best games Nintendo ever made. Yeah, that's pretty, We're talking about Mario, pretty, yeah. Zelda, yeah, exactly. uh, Mario Kart. I mean, the... Pretty deep Oh, stable. my God, yeah. Pikmin. Yeah. I don't know why Pikmin came to mind for me, too. Luigi, that's not one of their great Luigi's Mansion. Metroid. Donkey Kong, Metroid. Yeah. Uh, such a deep... Yeah, Kirby. You can go on for days. Yeah. And then, yeah. then you got all the different Animal Crossing. Punch Out. Yeah, Punch Out, Fire Emblem. Uh, just there's so many the original, in there. The original Animal Crossing. Yeah, but I played Doom Eternal. Uh, I played 14 hours of it in the first two days, and I, I just want to go out and say it right now. I'm awarding this on March 22nd, 2020. This is the game of the year, by far. By freaking far. I have never played a game, a single-player game, where like I was like sweating from the intensity of it. Like it really forces you. You know how kind of like a lot of action games, like the Ninja Gaidens, those style action games, yeah. force you to learn its combat, like by making like really hard boss encounters. Bloodborne and Dark Souls are famous for this. They're forcing you to Now is this is this a an actual mode, one versus a million? One versus a million. That's what it says. So I don't know if that's a mode. No, See, it's like not. it says one one versus a million. No, it's just a million demons, <clears throat> I think. It's supposed to be clever. Um This this game forces you to like it takes Doom twenty sixteen and it turns, it multiplies it by like a hundred. Like, it forces you to use all of your abilities and use all the guns, which they're all incredible. And like, you are literally just to get health back, you need to execute. To get ammo, you need to chainsaw, and to get armor, you need to set zombies on fire and damage them while they're on fire because you have a flamethrower like shoulder attachment. This like, I can't describe. <laughs> This game might be. This game is sounding a little too '90s for me. Well, you you are constantly like every single second performing some type of insane acrobatic, utilizing you have to or you're gonna die. Like they've added an insane amount of strategy on top of like insane amounts of action and intensity. And by the end of the game, when you know how to fight every single enemy, like you know all their weak points, you know what moves to use, and you're there's like ten like. One like when you're in one room, you're fighting like endless zomb not zombies but demons Demon. yeah for like ten minutes like nonstop not not and not like any other game I've ever played like you walk into the room and they're all there like you can't get out like yeah it's not like they're like oh respawning and here now that that sounds like the doom of old it is you know it they have got a formula. Like, every single second of it. I have not played, especially a single-player game, that where I was, like, literally loving every single second of it like this in so, so long. Like, 
Is if, there any is there any text to read? If you want to read the lore, yeah, there is. Uh, Which they've done. That's another thing. They did a really good job with the story and lore, but you don't really have to pay attention to it if you don't want to. This the actual story that you. There's maybe like five cutscenes in the whole 15-hour game, um, so you're really you're just in it the entire game. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It's the 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 intro is incredible, and. They really, you know how like Master Chief, they really give you that feeling of like I'm a walking tank. Yeah. Yeah. In this, they they give you a feeling of like I'm a demon slaying god. <laughs> like because like even the way they they reference you as like a mythical figure yeah. throughout the game. Well, it's funny as I watch this, I, I just get such Halo vibes. Like, there are, the there are some looks, of that mix. The thing. armor looks the same. A lot of a lot of the way that they uh, animate this, like especially, you know, he's in a ship looking down on this planet. There is some of that mix. It's, it's giving me strong Halo vibes. But it it's much more like hardcore and like dark. Like Halo inspires like hope, kind of, you know. Yeah. This is inspiring like kill them all. Like <laughs> just just like like pure violence and brutality. And then I'm like this is the first game that like I I finished. And I, it was instantly like, I don't, I don't want to play this again right now. Like, I, I'm going to play through this again, like, right now. Like, And I haven't even tried the multiplayer mode yet. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The original Doom games, 1 and 2, are probably some of the only games that I beat multiple times. I yeah, mean, those I, are I, super replayable. I, I beat them at least three times each. Yeah. I think you're going to see, uh, I, I can't remember how quickly, you the skyboxes in this game and the sense of scale. Yeah are incredible like one thing i definitely give them credit for is like i was a little worried that they would get kind of like caught up in like kind of like this aesthetic that you're looking at now Mm -hmm. like like three minutes into the game you step outside that and like they take you to like an arctic environment they take you to mars they take you to earth they take you to like almost like a heavenly like area they definitely broke out from like that like just, just darkness, yeah, yeah. And, like and this, metal, metallic. They took, you know, Doom twenty, like Doom came out in twenty sixteen, the the reboot, so to speak. Yeah. So they really took their time making this, and like the fruits of their effort are so clear. Like, I loved Doom twenty sixteen. I thought it was great. I mean, everything from the music. Oh, hopefully their sales won't be blunted by what's going on. No, well, I read that the sales have been really good. Good. So, um. Just I can't say enough good about it. Like I'm I like I like like making a montage of my clips from the stream. Like yeah. and normally you would do that with multiplayer games. You can make a montage of single player moments. Like it's it's that good and that intense. And so have you been reading the lore? Yeah, I have been. It's good. It's actually really good. They kinda they manage to do new things while also bringing a lot of like even the OG Doom games, their story like full circle, and they explain like how the Doom Slayer became the Doom Slayer and got so yeah. powerful. And uh, it's just it's and the other the other thing is even by the end, so I'm in the end of the game, and I'm still seeing new executions like constantly. Like there's just a seemingly infinite amount of ways to kill these enemies. Yeah. And, the weapons you can all mod them and customize them like in numerous ways. I didn't even use half the mods because I didn't have a chance. Like there's just 
so much there to to dig into. There's like 800 different difficulty levels. Yeah. You got Doom 64 for free for pre-ordering this, which I I've heard that Doom 64 is like one of the, the great Doom ones. games yeah. that nobody played. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That, that they give that I just that. I can't say enough good about this game. If you're thinking about buying it, people keep saying like, should I get it now or you know should I wait for it to go down in price? Normally, what I tell people these days is like, well, yeah, you know, wait, wait a few months, you'll probably get it on sale for 30, 40 bucks. This one, I'm like, nope, now, right now, go get it. This is five minutes into the game, right? Like, not even. And that's like one of the main, well, one of the main villains, and you just you kill him right off the bat. Yeah, ripped his head off. That's silly. Spoiler alert. Five minutes. Spoiler alert. No one. It's just. It's so good. I think he's. I think you're about to see that first skybox in a second. And it's like, yeah, I think this is it. I mean, it's just. Yeah, that's really nice. It's, it's amazing. Just the whole game is just filled with like just nonstop yeah, just stuff to look good. at. That's making me want to go back and play Doom from 2016. You know, I kind of thought about finish it. I, I thought about doing that, but I was like, now that I've played this, I think There's it'd no be hard back. to go back. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Did you sure. did you finish the the other one? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I loved it. Um, but this just like adds like a, like I said, a level of like strategy that you never would have thought they could have implemented. Yeah. Um and the way that they like force you to use all your abilities constantly creates these almost like an action game, like insane chain combos. We are like just seemingly just like you're like in this flow of just you can't get by in this game with just like shooting everything. Yeah, you, I mean that is what it all boils down. Well, I to. like from but, what I, from what I, we're, we're watching it on on YouTube on a, on a screen. By the way, for all the listeners, uh, the one thing I am impressed about is like that giant demon and then this giant hand over here it sort of it gives hints to like uh, a mythology that's much yeah much deeper they do a lot of world building a yeah. lot and, and that's that's very new for for doom um so i'm i'm, I'm very intrigued by that so they can they they do do a ton of world building and a ton of lore but like i said you can basically play the whole game and ignore most of it is the bfg oh, oh yeah there's even, can I give a spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> One of the main, not, not the main plot point, but it happens during a level. So there's what's called, you get the BFG 9000 as usual, yeah. and it's as great as ever, bl- obliterates everything, you know. But you, at one point on Mar, or no, on, I think it's Phobos, uh, humanity has constructed what's called the BFG 10,000. <laughs> Which is a giant, a giant, <laughs> with nine thousand just almost, almost like the Mac cannons from Halo, like a giant, yeah, like space cannon. And there is a, so there is, you need to get to the core of Mars. One of these plot points. Why is, do why do demons get off give off like rainbow skittles now? That's your ammo. Okay. <laughs> so, um, rainbow skittles. So you need to get to the core of Mars, and you know, like you're. You're like AI or whatever is assisting you. I think it's another scientist who was one of the main characters of Doom 2016 is saying, well, you can't, how are you going to get to the core of Mars? You can't just get to the core of Mars. So Doom guy, without saying a word, you know, goes to this 
Phobos, the BFG 10,000, and he literally shoots a giant hole into Mars so he can get directly to the core of Mars. And there's like this like ancient like civilization that had a city like in the core of Mars, and then you go into that. So, but it's just like the guy. There's just this moment where the scientists like, you can't just shoot a hole into Mars, and you just Doom guy just obliterates, shoots a hole into Mars. It's just. And that's what I love about this this game and this the series the direction they've t- taken it in is they're just it's just like it's like literally zero f's given the video yeah, game like yeah. the video game like yeah it's making me watching this makes me want to go back and play 2016 uh, and then you know hopefully this hits Game Pass it probably will at some point it'll probably be quite a ways away but it, yeah the first one's on Game Pass so yeah you have to think probably but it, it's just so good and this is like what we're watching it's literally not even like not the tip of the iceberg yeah like it's unbelievable how chaotic it gets and how like when you survive you're surviving like every single second you're surviving you're like how am i alive right now how am i alive right now <laughs> like there's so much going on so that's my doom rant for the week i guess so did you hear this rumor this next agenda um, no, but I, I was just reading it. I, I, I had some interesting thoughts about it. So there's a rumor. You know who this started with? No. Kevin Smith. Oh, really? He heard this rumor, and he spoke about it. Which he, is, he seems to be rumor central right Yeah, now. doesn't he? Like, why are people telling him things? I don't. So Kevin Smith has heard a rumor that Johnny Depp is playing the Joker in The Batman. With Robert Pattinson. Um, before I give any more, you... Monster, you said you had some interesting thoughts. Well, my first thought is I'm I'm glad that they're calling this movie The Batman. Yeah, me too. The Batman. Um, second thought is this puts Johnny Depp and um, oh, what's her name Amber Heard in the same universe. Yeah, it does. So that's that's gonna be interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean Johnny Depp as the Joker. Hmm. You know, none of my thoughts were actually about that. What do you think? Do you think it'll be... I think it's a lie. You think it'll be a lie? Yeah. Do you think it would be good, though, if he were? So, here here were my... I had a few thoughts. This sounds to me like one of those rumors. Like, somebody kind of, like, overheard a conversation. Yeah. That, like, like two people, like, could you imagine Johnny Depp as the Joker, you know? And then, like, somebody went on the internet and... You know, like, oh, Johnny Depp was a... Or, you know, like, they saw Matt Reeves hanging out with Johnny Depp or Robert Pattinson hanging out with... Like, this just... A, I was already scared... Not scared, but concerned by the number of villains already in the Batman because there's a lot. Um, You know, I just... When I heard this, I thought, no way do they shoehorn that in there, too. That's just too much. Well, maybe at the end. I could see it in a sequel. I would be interested in seeing Johnny Depp's take because he's kind of known for those. I mean, what's his name from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, he was the Indian dude in um, Tonto, and whatever that movie was called the, with uh, Army Hammer, who was dropped off the face of the earth. Is it the the Lone Ranger? Ranger? Yeah, he plays those like those Captain, roles, Captain Jack. You know where he kind of transforms. So I could see it. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got the, like, the comedic chops. Yeah. If, if they actually want to make the Joker sort of funny. Which I hope they don't, but... 
Well, I mean, it would be, it would actually be a sort of fresh take. For well, the I think they tried to do it with Jared Leto. I don't think so. That was terrible. I don't think they tried. I think he tried. I thought. I don't know. I think they thought they did. I honestly. I think they thought they. I think they're going for like a gangster with him. Well, they were, but I thought he was trying to be funny too. Yeah, I don't know. Not he wasn't just trying to be dark. He was trying to be something, but I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Good. He's definitely trying to be something. That's my Uh, review right there. Um, I'm not sure he even knows what he was trying to do. Yeah. But I, I mean, if, if they want to make him sort of comedic, Johnny Depp could pull it off. Like Johnny Depp, he, I mean, he's a great actor. I've never seen anything with it with him in it that I liked, actually, really? ever. I mean, not I saying think, that's his fault. I, I just, think, the roles he picks are just not usually for yeah. my movies. It's, well, I mean, for like Captain Jack yeah, in I didn't Pirates like of the movies. Caribbean. He, um, but he, he not really... Not saying he doesn't do it well. Yeah, well, he, that's what I'm saying is he, he, he really brings that character yeah, to life. Sure. And he, sure. he gives it like... Wouldn't have been the thing. They, they can't him. possibly. They can't possibly recast Captain no, Jack. Like no. it's, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And um, but for me, I, you know, the other thought I had, the other thought I had is, now if this does happen, and even if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter. Basically, every single role in this movie is filled by like a mega star. Yeah. And I don't like that. There's that, and then I I also think when you're. One of the things that they've clearly been trying to do with this movie is try to ground it and, you know, keep it more, like, personal. It seems gritty to me. I I don't think they want to set the precedent right out the gate. And here's Batman's greatest villain right in the first movie. You know, like, I think they would save that. But then again, if, if, if they end on, like, a Joker cliffhanger... I mean, they, they did but, that. Like, they're going to do that in every Batman movie, that, though. That's like, the thing. Are it's we like, really going to do this again? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they did that. I don't think Matt Reeves is going to want to. They did that in, um, you know, for The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, they left the, the teaser at the end. So, I don't know if they'd want to do a teaser I don't think they at would. the end. Because I don't think it's like, they well, would. we've already done this. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I kind of think they want this to be a more self-contained story. And I don't think they're going to want it to get too, like... As soon as you throw the Joker in, that comes with a lot of connotations yeah. and a lot of expectations. Yeah, I just think that for now they focus on telling, making a great Batman movie, and then you see what happens from there. Uh-huh. I don't want to see Two Face either. Keep Two Face out of there. Don't uh, I just keep thinking like I wish we could get no names for like every role, every role in this movie. <laughs> no names. Like think of think of um, Game of Thrones. You know, like yeah. All the characters on Game of Thrones, like when when you see those actors in other roles, yeah, you think of them as the characters from Game of Thrones. One of the only Lena Headey, who played Cersei, was one of the only actresses who I had seen in previous roles. I'd never seen any of them. She was in a lot. Think. She played Sarah Connor, for God's sake. Oh, okay, so maybe I have. Um, but she wasn't. You're right. She wasn't an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm interested because most of the actors and actresses in this aren't people. Robert Pattinson is high. Yeah. Um, who I, I'm really hoping is good. After seeing him in The Lighthouse, I'm like 100% sold on his acting ability. Yeah. So, you know, I have no connection to Zoe Kravitz. I have no connection to whoever they cast as Riddler. Um, um, Gordon is, uh, what's his name, from Westworld. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? He plays like a million right. different roles. Something so. right. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, yeah. 
He's he's one of those actors that you can put in anything and I won't care because yeah. he's kind of just there. Uh, did you see Westworld? Three? Yeah. No. I was gonna ask oh, if I thought it was good. God, yeah, it's, that's so good. Was it good? It's like the Terminator. It's you, T2? you know how like Terminator Salvation was supposed to be like in the future. Yeah. I feel like Westworld season three captures like how Terminator. There's only one episode, right, so far, or is there two? One. Oh, two is tonight, yeah, right? Two tonight. I didn't even think about that. Uh, but the first episode is so good. I heard it was good. I mean, just the quality of it. Like it's it's set just slightly into the future. Yeah. But it looks so plausible, and it looks like it's it's that perfect blend of like futuristic, but also plausible. Like, yeah. So good, and it just looks brilliant. I did I mean, activate HBO, HBO again, so I haven't watched two yet, though. So yeah. I gotta step back and watch. I, you know, I was trying to get the girlfriend to watch it, and I was like, uh, she she's the type where she won't watch anything unless she can watch it from the beginning. Yeah, she, like, I, no, I think that's the way to be. One hundred percent won't watch anything unless she can watch it right from episode one. I think that's fair. But I was like, okay, like well, she won't go back and watch it though. What do you mean? Like, will no, she go no, no, back no. and no, watch it? No, she's got to start from episode one, period. Well, right, but she will go back and watch it, right? She won't, like, it, it's not, she's not like, if I'm not there on day one, I won't watch it. Oh, no, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, but she's got to start from episode one. Like, if the show ended, she's still okay with starting it from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as she started from episode one, she's good. It doesn't matter, you know, like anything like that. I mean, it makes sense. It's, like. But, like, to me, I was I was thinking. One of my coworkers her, started The Walking Dead in, like, season seven. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How oh, yeah. could you... Well, then again, I don't know. I mean, Walking Dead... There's any show, though. Like, you have no idea, like, what those that, characters like, have done or that's been where, through. That's or the who's issue. the good or bad. That's sort of the issue to me. Their character Walking, arc. With, with Walking Dead is, like, the the, the storyline sort of just kind of cycles. It just, it's the same thing again and again and again. Of the show, yeah. Um, with Westworld, I almost feel like you don't even need to watch season two. It has a few good moments. I feel like I do have to, though. It has a few... I can't watch three without it. It sort of reminds me of, like, Stranger Things yeah. season two, where, like, it had its moments. But do you really need to watch it? Yeah, I you do. Know. You do. Because the Mind Flayer was introduced, and, yeah. and, you know... Yeah, and there are there are a few moments in season two that'll make you go, yeah, that's cool. But nowhere near, like, the, the moments of one. Yeah. Or, now three. Yeah. What did you? What was your reaction? We gotta cover this. Tom Brady has left the Patriots and joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like a true boomer. He's made his retirement plan to retire to Florida and go where there's no state income tax and live his life out on the beach. I guess. I I don't even know what to think about this. <laughs> I mean, I just hope the Buccaneers get new uniforms between between now and the start of the season. Why? Have you seen those uniforms? They are, I mean, like... I mean, I haven't watched an NFL game in 10 you, years. You'll want to gouge your eyes out when you see these uniforms. These <laughs> gotta, have to be the worst. I gotta Google. The ones they played with this year? I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's all Aren't the sunshine. are they just silver and red? Maybe it's all the sunshine in Florida. But the Buccaneers and the Jaguars have the worst uniforms in the history of any sport, any uniform ever. No. Like, there's... <laughs> no. There's, they can't be. So, I mean... The the Buccaneers run around with like digital clock numbers for jersey numbers. I don't see a problem with this. Ah, uh, it's terrible. Wait, wait, like that? You mean? Yeah. Like the number? Oh god, that's that's horrible. Yeah, the numbers kind of stupid. Uh, it's, but... it's, the whole uniform sucks. But um, yeah, I don't know. This is this is just what celebrity players do, right? Like, 
Uh, not all. Joe Montana went to Kansas City. Michael Jordan went to Washington. Nobody cares. Like, well, people do. I, like, it, it almost never worked. Yeah, it, it never works worked. for Peyton Manning. It never seems to work. It worked for Peyton Manning. It, well, it worked. It, it's worked. Moving around has worked for LeBron James. But the thing is, is it worked for. But Peyton, for most, it doesn't. It worked for Peyton Manning only because the defense carried him. Yeah. Like, if, if not, if he if he didn't have the best defense in the league that year, yeah, he ain't winning nothing. For sure. So. Well, there. You know, Tom Brady's not quarterbacking that team to a yeah, Super Bowl. Either. That's true. And but I, they have they have really good receivers. I so. was gonna ask, I was gonna make my God mode moment that neither Tom Brady nor Bill Belichick will win a Super Bowl without each other for the rest. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. That's gonna be weird. It, Belichick's more likely to win one, I think. Twenty twenty is a weird year. I'll it really, you, you know, and, I, and I'm not like I'm really all for player empowerment. Like yeah. I don't believe that players should be like, you know, slaves to a to team. a franchise, yeah. but. It is nice every once in a while when you do have those iconic players yeah. that do stick it out. That you know the Derek Jeters, well, yeah. the Kobe Bryant. You know, what, you know, you know because you give them credit, they wrote out you know the whole. Well, when he they was, dedicated it, when all he was the penning ones. his farewell letter, I think he headlined it, "Patriot Forever", Forever. or something. That's yeah. like. No. This is literally your letter to leave. No. Like, so you're obviously not a patriot forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's weird. And to go to Tampa Bay of all places, I just don't understand that. I, I literally think what it came down to was like, okay, I played in New England for what, eighteen years? Yeah. Twenty years? Twenty years. It's freezing up here. <laughs> it sucks. I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go get paid fifty million to play in sunny Florida. Live I, in sunny Florida. I just don't get it because he He's from California, so I thought for sure he's he's gonna go Chargers. back to California. Yeah, go Chargers because they just got rid of their quarterback. No. They got rid of Philip yeah. Rivers. What do you so think of like, all the other weird free agency this year's been wild? I know Todd Gurley gets kicked out of L.A. That that was pretty weird. Was the Cards that traded away their best player? Yeah, for um, for like a uh, as Michael Irvin said, a, a, hands, a ham uh, sandwich. What's his name? DeAndre Hopkins, I think it is. Um, uh, Everybody would. They traded their best player for like a bum, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's not a bum, but he, I mean, he's washed up. Is what yeah, I mean. he ain't gonna be great. No. Like, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. I watched this great video. It's four minutes long, and it was called Dallas Cowboys fans and free agency. <laughs> and it's the same guy, and he changes the camera yeah. angle every time, and he he changes the plan. And has like a different emotional reaction every five seconds. He's like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna sign Dak, we're gonna sign Amari, and we're gonna let I think it's like Byron Jones or something like that. We're gonna let him go." And then like the camera angle changes. All right, now now we're gonna get rid of Dak. Now we're gonna sign Amari. And we're gonna keep Byron Jones. No wait. Now we're gonna franchise Dak. We're gonna let Amari go, and we're gonna sign and trade Byron Jones. And then the next one, Byron Jones sucks. The stats don't support it. <laughs> then the next one, I go, all right, all right, now we're going to sign Tom Brady. Uh, we're going to let Dak go. And it's four minutes of just constant. Yeah. And then what? Everybody sucks. He, he, start, he starts getting fr- What are we doing? Are we going to sign anybody? And he just, just goes on and on and on. And he's like uh, on that, the phone. That really is a cowboy. He, he's on the phone. He's like, Jerry. Like the, the stats don't support it. You know, interceptions are not everything. Byron Jones is a lockdown corner. And then, oh and then again, God. get rid of Byron Jones. Like, it's just back and forth. And um, Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, how about the Panthers got rid of oh Cam Newton? Oh, my God. 
and brought in oh. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Have fun with that. They're clearly rebuilding. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with getting rid of Cam. I, I think I thought they should have got rid of him the year before, um, when they could probably get a little more for him. Yeah. But well, the thing is, if he comes back healthy, he'll be great again for a few more years. I don't know. But his if he comes, I don't back think he's healthy, ever had the accuracy for him to be a great NFL quarterback. Well, so what I was hearing, I don't know if it was Max Kellerman or whatever, say is the season this past season where he got hurt. He was having the greatest passing season of his career. His accuracy was way up. Yeah. But then he got injured. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, if you he's basically been out for what a year and a half almost at yeah. this point. But I mean, how many of those were like little dump passes to McCaffrey? Yeah, maybe. Right, probably. Um, but they were saying that because of the he's been out for so long, they expect him to take at least a whole other season if he's healthy. Yeah. To get back to where he was. And then maybe he'll be elite again. And then he'll be, what, 32, 33? I'm just really curious. I'm really curious. Who is New England's quarterback? It's a great question. I I mean, who knows? Like, who the hell's their quarterback? Um, Who did I see speculated is going to be their quarterback? It's going to be... Andrew Luck. It's going to be whoever they draft in the sixth round this year. Andrew Luck. Oh, God. I heard that Bill Belichick picked up the phone and called Andrew Luck. Come back. And for some reason, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has oh turned into a complete that beard. <laughs> well, he he did. He well, he's keeping his word. He said he wanted to cut the beard until he was throwing a football again. Now with this coronavirus, that's that's put off throwing a football, so he's got to keep growing the. His hair thing. though was equally as terrible. Uh, you know, I mean, if the beard's that long. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It just sort of runs into each other. Yeah, but point. like the ba- he's got like these weird bangs. Yeah, he's got uh, the widest head I've ever seen. Like I'm amazed he <laughs> can get a football helmet on that thing. See, it's moments like that that I wish we were live streaming. <laughs> just to read the reactions and chat would be saying to Ben Roethlisberger, he's uh, got the widest head I've ever seen. And somebody's making a clip of that and then posting it on the internet and tagging Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, that's going to blow our podcast up someday when we can actually live stream this. Yeah, when that's not tucked away an hour and 37 minutes into the, the podcast. I know. I guess we've got to blow through these. Uh, Godspeed sto- stories. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the rest of the news. Get ready. Do it fast. Counter-Strike broke its record for all-time concurrent players, surpassing 1 million concurrent players for the first time in its history. That's How, amazing. Isn't it? That's amazing. What what? How many other games have been going for twenty years? For twenty years, and then set the record for the most users. Yeah. Uh, Pixel Junk Eden Two announced for Switch out this summer. Are you excited for a Pixel Junk Eden Two? I did like the first Pixel Junk Eden, and all I could hear when I heard this was so another reason for Sony fans to cry because the first game was PS4 PS3 exclusive. This one's not coming to any PlayStation platform. Wow. Uh, Exit the Gungeon is now out on Steam and Switch. I really want to play this on Steam. You said you played on Apple Arcade. Yeah. And didn't like it. Well, I didn't like it on like you know touch screen. Touch control. Uh, maybe yeah. with an actual controller would be much better. It's gonna depress me. We never played Gungeon. Uh, yeah. House of the Gun Dead. Well, Earth. the thing that kills me is we got all these arcades all of a sudden, but they're probably gonna go all shut down. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the Corona thing, and then we're damn sure not gonna play it. Uh, the only upside of COVID-19, G- George R.R. R. Martin is in isolation. It <laughs> says he's writing tons of pages for Winds of Winter. Uh, will Winds of Winter ever, ever, ever see the light of day? No. 
I'm convinced not only will we not see the seventh book, we will never see the sixth book. Did you see what I sent you today? Yes. You know, I was thinking, like, the eighth season how terrible so is it that, like, the eighth season spoiled the entire Do you series. remember how hot of a property that was? They were developing five spinoffs. <laughs> five. Yeah. Do you hear about any of those now? No. No. Yeah, what, it's dead. Um, what a mess. It's dead. I don't know how they let them do that. Yeah, what a... I know we've been talking up HBO yeah. a lot on this show. Well, I, I need to slam that. A little bit. That was a little bit out of their control, though. No, it wasn't. It was no, Dan, it, wasn't. it was Dan and Dan. They could have fired those bum ass yeah, they should have sons fired. of bitches. Yeah. Don't edit that out of there. Leave <laughs> that. A new season of Reno 911 is coming. Did you watch this original show? Uh, you know, I caught little bits. Oh, of it's so great! Yeah, I'm, bit, I'm bits and pieces. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good show. It's it amazing. Show. And I can't wait to see like a modern spin on it. Because <laughs> see, that's the thing is I don't know how it's gonna work in the modern era. I think they're gonna do it exactly the same. Yeah. Which is what's gonna be great. Yeah, I guess they could yeah, I guess it's It was good. never that like yeah. racy. Like, yeah. like it was like hot takes, but not like Yeah. Almost in a way Chappelle show did it. Like yeah. you were all laughing with Timeless, it. Timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Sam Fisher coming soon to Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, are you excited for this? I think Ghost Recon needs to be rebooted again. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I thought the Predator being in the other game was kind of cool. Oh, God. Uh, game Festival returned. This is another Jeff Keighley project where it's like an at-home game convention where they just put all these demos online. Okay, that's cool. So 40 playable demos that were slated for Game Developers Conference are now available free on Steam. Yeah. I want to see more of this. And this is what when I when I think of like long-term changes that we're talking about yeah this is stuff that i'm like thinking of well i noticed a lot like, of, we're not going to have games i've been getting a lot of emails like oh you can try this free you can try this online yeah, service right. free they know people are stuck in their houses and like right hey try our service now's the time uh the messenger gets a turn-based rpg prequel called the sea of stars are you excited for the sea of stars i do want to i own the messenger it's a developer game if this has to be the only 2D action game that's getting a sequel that is a 2D turn-based RPG. <laughs> so, interesting take. I give him credit for that, at least. Valve is internally working on an all-out reboot for Artifact. Will the pending failure of Half-Life Alex put Valve out of business after they Once blew Artifact all. so bad? Well, I guess we're going to find out if they can whiff on the same game twice. <laughs> That'll be great. Do you think they will? Most all-out reboots have brought games back from the dead, but yeah, and Valve, you know, they're they're usually pretty good. And they they but usually nobody would have expected Valve to miss to begin with. Either. Well, yeah, so I mean, but could they miss twice on the same game? We'll find out. I have a feeling if it doesn't work out, they just won't release it. They'll just be like, nope, yep. we're moving on. Yeah. That was just forget a rumor. about it. That was just a rumor. Uh, RE3 demo is out now. Project Resistance beta out in about a week, March twenty seventh. Did you try the RE3 demo yet? No, did you? No, me neither. I want to. Though. Yeah, I do too. I played the I RE2 play demo. Two. I want to play two. Like, I don't even know why, because I already beat two back in the day. But... I want to try this Project Resistance beta too. Yeah. Uh, this one is blowing my mind. This absolutely blew my mind. We already referenced <laughs> The Walking Dead. This is meta. The Walking Dead, A New Beginning, is supposed to start in like three weeks. They're, yeah. It's supposed to premiere literally right after the final episode of The Walking Dead. This season and they have delayed it citing coronavirus 
This is supposed to be out in three weeks. Are they going to do reshoots, you think? No. They're concerned that the viewership is going to be low, which... People are stuck in their houses. Yes! But I was like, this is the best possible time. You have literally a captive audience. This isn't a movie where they have to go to the theater. Yeah, the theater. This is people have nothing to do but watch TV. Oh, my God. And... Like, no, there's got to be something. No, it's AMC. They suck. They're the worst. Aside... They got to... Aside from Breaking Bad, AMC has been total trash. I don't know how they got Breaking Bad. Really. I mean, they got Better Call Saul, too, which is the same creator. However, they got Vince Gilligan is the only reason. AMC or FX, which do you think is worse? Well, since I don't even know what FX is anymore, I'm going to go with FX. (laughs) But I've never watched a show on FX in my life. And they do have the cash cow that is The Walking Dead. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it. Long episode, but I thought it was a good conversation. Mega episode. Yeah, I thought it was a good one, too. What are we going to name this one? The Megasode. The Megasode. Everybody just keeps overloading me with coronavirus questions. <laughs> All right, so if we're not bound from meeting yeah. next week, yeah. I mean, even if we do, we'll find some way to podcast. Jeez. I mean, you never know. Well, we could pull it up on twitch worst case scenario yeah. and just like basically skype we'll figure it out yeah tune in next week we hope you all enjoyed it let yeah. us know who you want to see for our first guests on the podcast stay when quarantine in. is up stay in stay safe wash your hands yes please and seriously keep, take keep it serious six feet away from everybody else spade and new year <laughs> you want me to say peace the birds yep peace, peace. to the birds